0: you're listening to a mamma mia podcast mamma mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on hello and welcome to you beauty mamma mia's podcast for your face i'm shazzy hunt and for the next couple of weeks we're dropping in for a special series skin through the ages thanks to our friends at neostrata Last week, Aaron Doherty and our producer Michaela Floriano talked about skin changes in your 20s. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and take a listen. But for today's episode, we're shifting focus and looking at our 30s. Now, if the most recent years of your life have been a blur of climbing the career ladder opportunities. Repeat after me. I am Jenna Rank, big time magazine editor. I am? Eminem's on the phone. He wants a decision now. Please. Extravagant holidays that don't involve cheap and nasty hostels. Where do I want to go? By myself? Depressed at Christmas. Maybe endless wedding invitations and a whole wardrobe of outfits to attend said weddings. It's a Fritz Brene's. Oh Ladies, I I just don't think we can do any better. This is. This is, um, this is $800. dollars kidding. It's on sale. <gasps> and maybe even the pitter-patter of little baby feet. Is this freaking you out that we're shopping for baby clothes? No, I'm just pretending I'm shopping for regular clothes and I'm a giant. If this all sounds like you, the chances are you have entered your 30s. I'm deep into my late 30s and I'm joined today by my lovely co-host Erin Doherty, who has just started living her best 30s life. Welcome, Erin. Hello. I'm here. I'm in my 30s. It's happening. It's fine. (laughs) Some denial. (laughs) We were just saying off air how we still feel in our 20s, but then I see people in their 20s and I realize I'm not in my 20s. All right,
1: we're doing this. So we're (laughs) taking it.
0: It's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. And let's start with, you know, the awesomeness of Club 3O. Tell me about some of the skin changes you've seen since you've joined us in the 30 Club particularly compared to your 20s.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I think the main thing I've noticed is that my skin is just like a hell of a lot drier and a little bit duller than it was when I was in my 20s. I've also started noticing more prominent fine lines around my eyes and forehead. And I know there's some early signs of pigmentation underneath just ready to like break out because I was so bad with SPF in my teens and 20s. Like, I
0: was just laying about in the sun. So I know that's kind of like on its way. This story totally checks out for me. I could have almost said exactly the same thing as you. That is absolutely how I felt in my 30s and as we'll discover and beyond. On that note, tell me about what your skincare routine looks like in your 30s and particularly how it's changed compared to your 20s.
1: Okay, so I think in my 20s I was using like a lot of harsh ingredients because I did struggle with breakouts like early 20s. So I've definitely pulled it back a bit because my skin is a lot more sensitive than it was when I was in my twenties. So these days I'm using gentle products suitable for like dry and sensitive skin. And I'm also using more hydrating ingredients as well, like your hyaluronic acids and stuff like that. I've also crept into antioxidants to try and fix the dullness, try and get that radiance back and looking at gentle acids as well more so for cell turnover and, of course, the powerhouse ingredients like retinol to help with those premature signs of ageing. And sunscreen all day, every day.
0: You've got a lot of the big boys in there now. dragging <laughs> them all in. It's not like in your 20s when you like come home after a night out and go, ah, oh, maybe I'll take my makeup Face off. Face maybe. <laughs> None of that anymore. No, a bit more in depth than that. <laughs>
1: so you're obviously at the other end of your 30s. What did you start to see as time went on?
0: It's interesting, I guess, in my 30s because I had kids like a lot of people do in their 30s. And because of that, you kind of have these four stages of skin in your 30s. So you've got pre-kids, then you've got during pregnancy, after pregnancy, and then living your life towards 40s. So before kids, a lot of the stuff you talked about, so particularly that dullness and dryness... Pregnancy and post-pregnancy, that needs to be a whole episode onto itself and we don't have time for that today, but basically very dehydrated skin, very sensitive skin. My
1: skin's going to get more dehydrated than it already is.
0: Look, honestly, it is different from person to person because it's hormonal, but this is an episode for another time and another day and you will be tired. And to be honest, in that post-pregnancy phase, when you have a small child or two small children as I did, you don't even have time to think about your skin. I was lucky, honestly, if I put a moisturizer on once every few months, like... Oh. Good luck, skin. <laughs> but mid to late 30s, it was about getting that skincare house back in order yeah. and trying to address that dullness, bring back the vibrancy, address some of that pigmentation you were talking about that is bursting to come out. It does come out. <laughs> spoiler yeah, I alert. not expect that.
1: So, yes, that's happening.
0: <laughs> and the dehydration, especially around the eyes after yeah. kids because you're just not sleeping and you're not looking after yourself properly. Eye cream, note caffeine and hyaluronic acid products are my friend in this stage of life. And then the other thing that starts to happen as you look down the barrel of 40 <laughs> is you look at a photo of yourself, right, and you go, what's all this loose skin business around my jaw and chin? Where did that come from? I'm literally
1: already <laughs> feeling like that's happening.
0: <laughs> oh real life I don't notice it but it's when I see a photo that's current you know when you have an old profile photo that you've had yeah. up on your feed yeah. or on your socials for years and years and you're like my jaw doesn't look like that anymore uh, so that's slackening all pa- it's all part of the fun isn't it all part of the fun but that slackening is that decline in collagen production so retinol is now my bestie <laughs> now if you're listening to this and thinking wow, wow. That's me. Well, for the next part of the episode, we're going to chat through the ingredients you need to integrate into your routine to combat all of these things that can happen in your 30s. So that brings me to the next part of the show, your basic babe guide to ingredients. Let's kick it off with vitamin C. So... Skin brightness in your 30s is, for me, the first thing I noticed that went compared to 20s and teens. So vitamin C is the business against dullness as well as any pesky pigment or sunspots that have taken residence. Erin, tell me why is vitamin C just so
1: good? I love vitamin C. I could just like literally spread it on my toast if I could. (laughs)
0: So not only
1: does it work to obviously brighten and (laughs) firm your skin, but it also helps boost collagen production, decrease the chance of pigmentation, and help fade those dark spots. So, you just have to be wary though with this one because, as someone with like dry and sensitive skin, I find it really hard sometimes to work vitamin C into my mm. routine. So, it's really important to kind of find a gentle form in the right concentration
0: need to find your one you when it comes to, to vitamin C, especially one. if you are on that sensitive skin scale. So let's like, discuss the forms. What? Okay, I'll run this through some of the you forms. You run it through. There are a number. The one you've probably heard about the most is L-ascorbic acid. So it's the purest form of vitamin C, the most effective, penetrates the deepest, but it is also the most unstable, which is why it can be sometimes tricky to put into your routine. So that's why you might have seen some of the other types of vitamin C derivatives. So you may have heard of magnesium ascorbyl phosphate. And a few other ones which are water-soluble vitamin C derivatives. And they're going to be less irritating. They're not going to be as penetrable as alloscopic acid. But some vitamin C is better than no vitamin C. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so the next ingredient we must, must talk about is one that Erin and I are already champions of (laughs) in our own skincare routines, which is retinoids and retinol. So what we're trying to do via our skincare routine is to give that slowly declining collagen production a leg up. And the way to do that is with vitamin A, also known as retinoids or retinol. Erin, if this is your first retinol rodeo, what do you need to know? Oh my gosh,
1: don't do what I did. What's that? Well, I just started using it willy-nilly and absolutely (laughs) wrecked my skin. There's different concentrations of retinol as well. You want to go for something that's low in concentration and space it out when you're first using it. So whatever you do, don't go too hard too fast. So whether that's using it, once a week for a couple of weeks and then using it twice a week for another couple of weeks and then just kind of slowly building your way up
0: because you can't use it every night hey no you cannot the phrase i always hear said about it is low and slow so low concentration and then slow as in once every few days once every where four were days. you when i needed this shazzy <laughs> Really tiny pea size amount. It does not need to be more than that. Trust me, yeah. it's working. Trust more Aaron. doesn't equal better. Definitely <laughs> no, more, no. This is definitely not a more is better. And then <laughs> once you get used to it, then you can build it up. Then you can use a little bit more. Then you can use a higher dosage. Then you could use it maybe every second night or maybe even every single night if your skin is tolerating it. Let's talk about another ingredient that you want and need in your 30s, chemical exfoliants. Talk to me about chemical exfoliants and how they are the antidote for skin in your yes, 30s. they're so good, but I've had like a difficult relationship with them. Oh. But <laughs>
1: Oh, again. <laughs> but if you haven't become acquainted with them in your 30s now, such a good time. Not only does our skin become drier as we age, but it also, as we've mentioned, it becomes really dull, it can be rough and our pores can become more visible. So this is because our skins don't, shed like they used to. Why not? They're, they're so they're slow tired. and old. <laughs> so that's where our chemical exfoliants come in. They can basically help steer away these concerns. They can break down oil, they can break down dirt,
0: dead surface skin cells, and give you clearer, brighter skin. I'm so about that. And at this stage of life, it's about boosting skin cell turnover to get that even and bright skin tone. And the chemical exfoliant ingredient that I want to talk about is AHA, so our alpha hydroxy acids. Within the AHA family, there is like glycolic, lactic, citric, tartaric, mandelic, malic. It feels like I'm (laughs) naming like like a family family. of my children. (laughs) I guess, you know, glycolic and lactic are the ones you've probably heard about the most. It's like what we were speaking about before with vitamin C. As long as you are using something and it is working for your skin type. So if you have sensitive skin, maybe something like the mandelic or malic acid are going to be better for you. But as long as you are getting on the train. At AHA train, you need to if you want to get that lovely clearing effect that it can do so well. I want to give an honourable mention to another important ingredient, which is niacinamide. I feel like it's the forgotten cousin, (laughs) always
1: forgotten, but such a good old niacinamide.
0: Well, tell (laughs) me what it is that you love about niacinamide in
1: your thirties. It can basically tackle such an array of different concerns, and for me personally, I've never tried a niacinamide that my skin doesn't like, which is really rare.
0: That's what? very different to the rest of the conversation <laughs> we had exactly. about the other. Like,
1: niacinamide, come back up. What are you doing on number four?
0: Well, for me, I think when we're talking about that loss of dehydration that starts to happen in your 30s, the reason I really like niacinamide, on top of all the other amazing things it does, is just the role it plays in stimulating the synthesis of ceramides to repair that skin barrier. So what that means is it's going to help lock moisture in your skin by making the surface stronger. Because If your surface is able to leach water, it's not going to be hydrated or it's not going to stay hydrated for very long. So niacinamide is going to help lock that all in and then any moisture that comes in is going to be locked in and stay there where I want it to be, in my face. (laughs) In my face. And I have one final bonus ingredient to put on your radar, neoglycosamine. This is Neostrata's patented non acid amino sugar that claims to diminish the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles while also alleviating discoloration for a more even skin tone. So, it's also a building block of skin's natural hyaluronic acid to help promote firming of the skin. Get that on my face Put immediately. It in the pile. <laughs> that is it. We hope you've enjoyed this little wander down the skincare road that is your 30s. On our next episode, Lee Campbell will be joined by Mia Friedman as they talk about life and skin in your 40s and how to get your skin at its best during that decade.
1: And this podcast was brought to you by Mamma Mia. If you've loved listening today, become part of our community that makes you feel seen, heard and understood like never before. Subscribe to Mamma Mia. This episode was produced by Michaela Floriano. Have a beautiful weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. Bye.